Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Ah, it is Matt Mosley. Happy Monday. What a weekend it's been. And uh, big wins for another. Aaron, this is uh, Baylor softball is just unbelievable right now. Glenn Moore just keeps right on the whole group. Uh, Dariana Orme, she just, or excuse me, Aaron Orm. I don't know why I did that. I have been really good about that. O R M E, Dari Orm, and Dari is uh, is kind of what those of us in the softball business call her. She um, she's just <coughs> remarkable, and and then Shaylon Govan. Is just a big bopper there at the plate. I mean, she's going to knock one out of the park at least once every weekend, maybe more than that. And, oh, you get McKenzie involved. I mean, it's just it's just one after the other. I mean, this is an amazing team. And, Aaron, we knew they would be improved. I don't think we – and we thought they would be ranked perhaps at some point. For them to already be – to go from – 23rd last week to another really good weekend for them, and they went from 23rd to 10th in the country in that D1 softball rankings, Aaron. We use the rankings that have the Bears ranked best, and that seems to be the one. Um, I think the other one may come out later in the week, and we'll take a peek at that one, the uh, Softball America. But this is exciting. Getterman has become the place to be. Now, on the baseball side of things, Aaron, I don't want everybody to get too worked up. It's going to take a while. We knew that there's just, you know, there were players that um, were, you know, they, there was a lot of turnover. And there were some really talented players who either moved on, got drafted, or just were asked to move about their careers. And this was kind of a clean start, clean break type thing. And it's going to take a little while. And you go, well, really? 50 runs? Yeah, yeah, Duke's pretty good. And they went on the road, and they got crushed. It happens. It happens. And so this is going to be a trying season. But, you know, Mitch Thompson knows how to coach, and this thing will eventually get going. And I think they'll settle down and win some conference games. I really do. I just think – this is, they just weren't quite ready for prime time. And the pitching, which we thought was going to be pretty solid, it just hasn't worked out. And so there was one game that was like 20 to something. Aaron, I think the second game was 22 to something. And the third game was actually pretty close. I, I was kind of monitoring that, and it was like 4 to 3 or 5 to 4. It was pretty close, and it got away from them late. And they end up losing either, I think, 10-3 or something like that in the, in the Sunday game. It's going to happen. This is a new direction, new team, new everything. New, you know, it's the old the old brand, the old Baylor baseball brand. that had They had a great run. Mitch is back. He'll get this thing going. So I'm not too uh, worried about that. 
Aaron, one college baseball team, did you see what Northwestern did? Did you happen to take a peek at that story, Aaron? I did not. All right. Um, Northwestern began the season 0-6. Over the weekend, they played Gardner-Webb. They played Presbyterian. And they played Upstate. Aaron, this may be good for uh, Campus Confidential later this hour. Upstate USC. You say, what's that? Well, it's Upstate South University of South Carolina. So, obviously, they were in that part of the world. They're up in South Carolina traveling. The cold weather teams like Northwestern, they've got to come to the south a little bit to get their start their season. And this was like a three-game little tour through the south. Well, they lost all three games. And only one of them was, seems like maybe the second one against Presbyterian was close. Aaron, today, they fired everybody except the head coach and one volunteer one volunteer coach they just cleaned everybody out and the and the Kendall Rogers from D1 who had the story just said and and Aaron the reason this thing grabbed my attention the Baylor pitching coach coach Strauss who had been with the Bears on Steve Rodriguez's staff for several years he was uh, he was the pitching coach at Northwestern and he was shown the door after only six games. Aaron, how badly do things have to be going to give up on an entire staff after six games? I mean, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard of, uh, at least from a college coaching standpoint. I mean, it's it, if it happens in college football, yeah, yeah, you can kind of see it. I, I don't know how long this coach had been there. Uh, you can see them kind of moving on pretty quickly. It happened in NHL. Boy, they'll they'll fire a coach in a hurry. Aaron, to wipe out your entire staff after a an zero and six start seems crazy to me. Now, the good news for you know I, again, this has nothing to do with Baylor other than Coach Strauss was at Baylor, and he went out there and what a wild deal that is Aaron I don't know exactly and there may be more news on this as the day unfolds I do think it's a sign that schools are viewing college baseball differently than they used to I know Baylor is I know others are I know the SEC schools now and Texas is head of the SEC they view it as a revenue sport Aaron you remember when we had the University of Texas AD on Chris Del Conte and he said something along those lines we view, with all their facilities and everything that they were doing and adding on, we view baseball as a... Now, some of these big state schools see it a little differently. You know, Northwestern is a private school, high, high academics, but they're pretty good in sports. They were horrible in football this past season with Coach, uh, who is it, Aaron, Pat Fitzgerald. But they're you know, pretty good in basketball. Been, been okay this year in the Big Ten. In baseball, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I would assume they've been okay over the years. 0-6 road trip, done. Everybody's just gone. So pretty crazy way to uh, open that up. Aaron, I, I thought this was interesting. This might be something you might want for uh, Confidential as well. CBS Sports Bracketology, <clears throat> this is like from an hour ago, expert Jerry Palm has Oklahoma State, who Baylor plays tonight in Stillwater, among the, quote, last four in. 
playing West Virginia in Dayton. So, Aaron, you know me, I just kind of like, I said something like, not a rematch, America is dying to see, is what I said. Aaron, are you a guy that would love to see a third matchup of West Virginia, Oklahoma State, or does that not, does that, would you rather see those teams play against somebody else? I think you can figure it out to where they don't have to play each other again. Yeah, I'm with you. Aaron, I love this, though. The guy that we put on the air before anybody else, and, of course, the Internet operation over there said, oh, we love this guy. We better hire him. Uh, Travis Roeder, Aaron, he, he writes back to me after I made that comment, I think it would be a rather interesting and specific storyline. Okay. Okay, Travis. I, Aaron, I'm going to not respond other than what I just did on the radio there. But I thought that was funny. It's like, of all things, Travis – Travis wants to see in Oklahoma State he he, he you know, a specific and interesting and specific storyline. Oh my goodness! Okay, have at it. That's what I started to respond to, Aaron, and then I thought better of it. Why get involved in a? Uh, have you ever noticed on Baylor Twitter, Aaron? There's T Rex and all our people, and they're always getting into stuff in there. And of course, I I just kind of stay above the fray. And then today I notice he's trying to throw me in there with a. This must have. This must be something Matt Mosley or something he said, which he's just being funny. I didn't say anything, but he's trying to lure me into whatever Twitter fight is out there. My Twitter fighting days are over. Now, Aaron, I like a good smart aleck comment as good as, as well as anybody. But I uh, these they're trying to lure me into some kind of Twitter battle. I'm not going to do it. And. I'll try to – I don't mind people when they're rude or say something. Oh, my gosh, you know what Moses said. There is a – if, if you do it repeatedly, though, Aaron, if it gets personal, I just put the mute, the mute button. And then, of course, they never know. They never know that. Now, occasionally, if I really – somebody takes it to a different level, I put the block. I, I put the Dikembe sign up, and I wag my finger and say, you are blocked forever. But occasionally, then, Aaron, what happens is you you see that they're involved in some kind of Twitter thread, and there's part of you that wants to know what they said. But I kind of fight against that. I try to fight against that. Aaron, has anybody ever blocked you on Twitter, or are you are you too nice of a guy to get blocked by anybody on Twitter? I'm sure it's only a matter of time, but I have not yet been blocked by anyone. I was blocked one time by Matt Brown after he was at Texas. And I always had a great relationship with him. And then he was, even after that, he was on the radio with me, and and it went well. And Aaron, I almost asked him live on the air, would you mind unblocking me? Because I can't imagine, first of all, that he even tweets. And second of all, what I would have said, I'm sure I was making University of Texas jokes, but why would Mac, you know, a a good-natured guy that he is, and again, we'd always had a great rapport Come on, Mac, unblock me. But Aaron, I don't know. I don't. He's kind of like us. Like I would have, be hard pressed to even know how to unblock somebody. And Mac, even though we've had nice conversations on the air since he blocked me, still has not unblocked me. Aaron, you think I should reach out to the University of North Carolina? I would not stand for that. I would make sure. I got this situation rectified immediately. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think that's uh I think that's fair. Aaron, we are let's do the math. How many hours are we away from tip off? Big Monday. Is this Big Monday, Aaron? 
when when Oklahoma State's involved. Yes, we'll call it Big Monday. Um, Bears at Gallagher Iba Arena. Aaron, I was so excited about the outcome the other day that I didn't really, I didn't even really think about Monday. I didn't even think about the quick turnaround. Now, Keontae George is out of this game. Aaron, the announcement came out from Baylor. I, I appreciate that about Baylor. I, a lot of schools are not very upfront with injuries and all that. And of course, Aaron, with one of our players on the women's side, you remember she checked the box where they couldn't talk about her injury at all, so it was a big mystery forever. Baylor men, they just come right out and say, "Hey, he's got a minor ankle injury, and he's not going to go against Oklahoma State." Now, some people would say, "Well, why do you have to share that? Why couldn't you make?" Oklahoma State, think about it. Think about it right up to tip-off. I might be, Aaron, I might be willing to go that route, even though I like to get any and all information. But I kind of admire Baylor for getting out ahead of things and and putting that out there. Now, they don't do it in every sport. I don't think a Ar- Coach Aranda is out there, like, trying to share a bunch of injury news before games. But I like that about Scott because Scott sets the tone and then uh, David Kay, and then, of course, now Matt Roberts, they execute the SIDs. Brent Ingram, he's over all the SIDs over there now, big time. Ingram's a great dude. So I, uh, I just a word of appreciation for just being right up front with, uh, with that news. And uh, and I thought that was good. I thought that was good. So Bears play at 8 o'clock tonight. Aaron, there is a 6 o'clock game, right? And it, it, I think it's a big game because it kind of involves teams that are on the brink. The uh, the Monday, there's a 6 o'clock game, isn't there, uh, Aaron? Is that involved? I'm trying to think if West Virginia is involved. Yes. What is our, okay, West Virginia and who, Aaron? On the road against Iowa State. Okay. Now, the Cyclones need oh, actually, that game, it's a, too. It's an 8 p.m. tip, too. So they'll oh, be tipping doodling. off the almost exact same time as Baylor and, and Oklahoma State. That's weird. Dueling, dueling tips. Aaron, you know who's calling the game tonight on the Big 12 call? I do know, I did see Fran is. Fran Fraschilla will be on the call um, on the Big 12. I can't remember who's doing the play-by-play. Dick Vitale was doing it the other day. And Aaron, and we'll get, we got a guest coming up at 420. But we, at some point, Aaron in the uh, – Let's delve into, in Campus Confidential, Rodney Terry getting into it with our women's basketball team. The Texas coach, he thought he it was time for him to have the court. And, he and, and man, I, the women did not back down. They went right back at him. But the altercation between Rodney Terry and the Baylor women, come on, coach, it's not a good look. We're going to dive into that a little bit at some point, Aaron. Maybe at 440. Let's remember to bring that up because I don't like it. I like Rodney Terry. I love his glasses that he wears. Very sophisticated look. But I don't like people messing with our women's program. It's our court. I mean, it's our court, Rodney. Now, you go talk to an administrator or something. Go visit with somebody that can help you out in that regard. We've got sport administrators. But don't show up and start, like, talking to the coaches. All right, Aaron. I probably should learn a little bit more about the situation before <laughs> I, was I go about to say, too I, far. I wish I knew exactly what happened, where I could comment more. I mean, still, well, but 
Hey, just never stop me. I was about to say, I, I I'm still going to, I'm still going to, I know, yeah. what, I still know what side I'm going to take, yeah, but I'd like to know let, all the facts. Let's not let the facts get in the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, it is the, um, I'm kidding. Come on. We're going to be very serious. We'll get to the bottom of this, but I don't like it. I don't like how it was handled. And I think Rodney Terry ended up looking bad. Now there might've been other people that sh- didn't handle it properly. I don't know, but I especially thought that was a bad look for the, the University of Texas head coach. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And next, we go to Stillwater for a live report from the arena, gallagher Ibell Arena. It's Jacob Unruh next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home at Baylor Ballpark Tuesday, hosting UT San Antonio. 6.15 for the warm-up show. It's a 6.30 first pitch for the Bears and the Roadrunners from Baylor Ballpark on Tuesday. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food. The owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Limited time, limited offer, maximum savings, maximum shine. An exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. 
Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Mavericks blow a huge lead to the Lakers and lose 111 to 108 at home. Mavericks back home tomorrow night hosting Indiana. The Chiefs stayed within the organization for their new offensive coordinator promoting Matt Nagy into the spot. Baylor softball sweeps the Baylor invitation will go 5 and 0. The Bears host UTA tomorrow night. Big money for Baylor men and women tonight. Baylor women at Texas 6 o'clock tip and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Baylor men at Oklahoma State tip is at 8 o'clock and you can can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. One other game in the Big 12 tonight, West Virginia at Iowa State, also tipping at 8 o'clock. La Vega Lady Pirates are heading to San Antonio for the UIL State Championship, winning the region championship over Madisonville 56-34. Lady Pirates will face Glenrose in the semifinals on Friday afternoon at 1.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas and um, now being joined by Jacob Unruh uh, from the Oklahoman and uh, Jacob we're hours away we're less than four hours away from tip-off how do you like these uh, late night tip-offs that I'm sure that's uh, I'm sure you really appreciate that on deadline do the does the Oklahoman do they hold deadline for these things or do you do they just show up online? How do you guys handle that? Yeah, our our, uh, our deadlines are about right about now. So no, we don't hold uh, <laughs> for these anymore. So um, you know, so the, the only the only downside is the late night for me is you know I live in Oklahoma City, so it's a little bit of a drive. And so um, you know, it's it's a late night, but uh, it's all right. I enjoy games no matter what time of day it is. So. Boy, that's a good answer, and uh, I, I tell you, the uh, what what about these buildings that are showing up on campus? Uh, Oklahoma State making um, a big announcement today, and uh, I always like it when it's like, okay, here's our vision. Uh, here's about seven different things we'd like to do, and oh, by the way, we don't have any money for this. We'll just kind of build this as the donations come in. I guess with T. Boone Pickens, the late great, you know, he just kind of supplied most of the funding for a lot of this. This is a different time for Oklahoma State. It's kind of like, okay, here's our vision. Now let's go do it and raise money. And now they're not the only school that does that. But it is interesting because they've honored T. Boone Pickens, the legacy of, of him. But they also kind of now have to do it in a little bit different fashion, don't they? Yeah, you know, it is, it is a different approach for them. Um, but they are they're intent on not going into debt. So they're not going to just fund it themselves and, and, and hope for the best, you know? And uh, I think it's more of a, they were talking to, to donors already and they thought, you know, what, let's go put the vision out there and see if we get more people on board and kind of go from there. But also I think it's a, you know, an arms race deal here. Here's the idea that, you know, Texas OU are both leaving 
the Big 12, OSU sees a chance to say, <clears throat> we have the best facilities, the new state-of-the-art stuff um, that could put them at the forefront of the Big 12. And so they're, they're really going out there trying to make that statement, make it happen. And, you know, when you think about it, like they've got a brand-new tennis center already, um, brand-new soccer stadium for the women's team already, and they got the new baseball stadium that opened just a couple seasons ago. And so – They've got facilities elsewhere they've already had the funding for that they didn't go any kind of debt for, got the funding for that. So now there are a lot of other people to step up and believe they can. And, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised as soon as stuff starts popping in because <clears throat> there's been talk for a while of a new softball stadium, and that's one of the biggest needs because um, as good as that softball program is, the stadium is incredibly outdated. And so that's one of the things I expect to kind of move possibly pretty quickly if they can get the right donors and stuff behind that because uh, that's – that's something they desperately need. And so, um, but I, I get the idea of like, whoa, they're asking for a lot of money here. But um, I also don't blame them for getting that vision out there because as Chad Weiberg said, he didn't want to start leaking. They're talking to people about this and plans are out there. Just go ahead and be open on and say, this is what they're trying to do. All right. I saw the wrestling. They've done a uh, nice locker room and they were going to add a little bit to that. Um, it, it does look like some of the performance. I love Gundy on there. First of all, Gundy didn't <laughs> shave. He had kind of a white stubble going. And then I, I thought to myself, I bet Mike sounded, you know, somewhat enthusiastic. He's not the most, you know, it's, I don't know if he's the perfect guy for a promo video, but I did love hearing him talk about, like, the medical stuff. I felt like he had to be maybe coached up on that a little bit, but he did seem to be. You know, uh, I, I wouldn't say excited is the word, but he, you know, he 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 did his part. I, we should say. I, I'm trying to think who was the most enthusiastic in that video. Maybe the uh, uh, Hunziker, the, uh, the the yeah. the the voice of the of the Pokes was the one most excited. Yeah, you know, I think you know Gundy always in those is uh, it's hard to sometimes tell when he's pretty fired up, but I think he's he's. He's on board with this, and okay. um, you, you you can see some enthusiasm there a little bit. I think right. um, he, he keeps it pretty close, but yeah, I think Hunziker obviously. I mean, they're all fired up around there because they've started to say, you know, we started getting word on uh, what Saturday that hey, something big's coming Monday, and everyone was so excited, wouldn't say what it was, wouldn't say what it was, but you could just feel the excitement. And I was like, okay, this is you know, like it's not personnel related. We'll tell you that. I'm like, okay, well that's that's not right. to worry about someone getting fired, I guess. But you know, it was just like. You know, you could just see this excitement. So I guess, okay. you know, that's it kind of just carried around there. So, All right. I wanted you to be very highly critical of some of the renderings and just say you don't like some of the flourishes, the architecture. Jacob, I want you to really stir it up on that. Jacob Unruh joining us on the Matt Mosley Show from the Oklahoman, covers Oklahoma State. Now, this is a huge game, well, really for both teams, but Baylor's pretty secure in their tournament standing. They'd like to get better, but uh, for Oklahoma State, and, you know, they're just kind of barely hanging on the bubble. So this is a really, really big game. And then uh, when you're on the bubble, Jacob, you spend half your life reading these bracketology things or or palm from, you know, a CBS, and, and so – in mm-hmm. some ways, it's fun. In some ways, it's kind of mind-numbing because every other day you're checking to see, okay, where are the pokes now? Um, it did I, – I was seeing your tweet earlier. It looks like Oklahoma State's kind of barely hanging on, and some people would have you all playing like – I saw one thing where it might be West Virginia 
in Dayton. I think we could avoid that, couldn't we? We've already yeah, seen yeah, that. I, think, I, I think OSU might protest on that. They, <laughs> they, they, they played that game twice. We have to play it again in, in uh, yeah. Kansas City for all we know, you know? And so yeah. I just – I don't think that – I think – I think the tournament, I think the committee would, would avoid a Big 12 matchup in the first round uh, myself. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not a projection expert by any means. I've ever seen that, and I thought, yeah, that's not – that's there's no way that's happening, right? Like, there's just no way. But, I mean, I guess you can get crazy if you want, but that's no fun. Because I, I think if OSU gets in, I'm interested to see what they do because they're not playing West Virginia. They're not playing Baylor. They're not yeah. playing – Texas, you know, like they're, you know, all of a sudden now they can play teams that they might be way better than all of a sudden because of the big 12 and how good it is. So yeah, they're, they're hanging on. I just, I, I just, you know, it, it's been kind of a, a, a roller coaster again with this team. And as I was telling someone earlier, injuries are a big part. You lose Musa Cisse for a good chunk of the early big 12 schedule, um, get him back, get going, start getting things right. Uh, Avery Anderson goes down. They win a couple games without mm. Avery, um, but then now it's really started to show they don't have Avery out there. He's their best one-on-one ball defender, um, their most athletic guard, and it's really starting to show on both ends. When they've played well, other than being really good on defense, what are they doing um, even without Avery? What what are they doing? And, and why do you think Caleb Boone – has been so hit or miss. I mean, the other night, I think in a losing effort, he ended up with, uh, I think it was 18 points. And they really need him to be a scorer, but quite honestly, they don't know what they're going to get game in, game out because of the foul trouble and other things. What What is it with Caleb? Because obviously he's a great guy and saw a great story that you wrote about him. That he's a trem- you know, he's had an interesting life, but as as a player, what what is the inconsistency? What are the main issues there? Um, you know, I think it was kind of in in, in a bad back to back for him in a way because um, he's a guy. Yeah, he's he's six nine. He's incredibly skilled, such as his footwork down the low post, <clears throat> dynamic score down there. But he's not a big six nine. He's skinny. You know, he, and he doesn't shoot outside. So he has to go down there and try to go against these big guys. And when you look at those two games last week where he got in foul trouble and hardly played, it was against Eddie Lampkin, who's massive human being. Yeah. And, and Jimmy Bell at West Virginia, who's a rather large individual himself, guys that Caleb just gets in foul trouble trying to get physical with. And, and he get you know, that he doesn't, when he goes against a, an OU with Tanner Groves or guys like that, he's much more, able to go skill with them because he doesn't yeah. have to necessarily body him up as much. And so that's what led to those issues the last couple of games. Um, but they feel like they get more, he's more consistent this year. He really has been. I mean, he's been the guy, especially when they were red hot was just carrying them because he was playing out of his mind and scoring 27 points here, 22 points there, just totally taking over. And when he does that, this team clicks because they, they generally run the ball through him the first play of the game to see how the defense is going to play him. Are they going to double? You know, they're going to help. What are they doing here? What, you know, what's, what's the scenario here? And he reads it, and then they kind of adjust from there and go and, and figure things out. And so um, you usually can tell early how involved Caleb will be, and they get him involved, and he's kind of the energy guy at this point. They feed off of him and, uh, and everything. And so when everything was going right, you had him down low, and he kicks out. They had they put Woody Newton in the lineup when Musa got hurt, and 
it spread the floor out because Woody's that stretch four guy and it spread the floor out and allowed them to kind of go to through Caleb to let him see how things are, kick out to some guys. Avery could drive and kick out and um, Bryce is doing a little bit of that now, but it's Bryce Thompson. So it's kind of, kind of just a matter if you can get the ball, the, the ball spread out, get the floor spread, get guys to hit some shots to help Caleb inside. And that's kind of when they start clicking. <laughs> You know, I want Boynton to get in after last season's weirdness and oh, yeah. the probation and all that. He, he's just a—he seems like an easy guy to uh, root for. What's he like to work with on a day-to-day basis? And I know y'all the media availability two or three times a week. Um, is he as engaging in that way as he kind of seems publicly, at least? Is he does he play it pretty close to the vest? What is uh, what is his personality like? <laughs> In, in, in those type of settings? Uh, I, my wife would get a kick out of this question because she knows how much I respect and, and, and really like Mike Boynton um, because he is, he's, the, he's, he's no different publicly than he is in the media sessions with us. Like he's, he's honest, he's engaging, um, he's funny. <clears throat> he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't take anything personal. If you ask him a question that's a little tough or a tough question, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't take it personal. Um, you know, he understands the job. He knows how to, to really get to know people. Um, he's just a genuine guy that, that it is easy to root for him. And that's part of the reason he's adored around OSU so much is because he does build up the fan base and connect the fan base with the players and the program and, <clears throat> and doing all this stuff, doing this stuff the right way. Um, but he'll be the first to admit, too, he's got to win games. Um, and that's what's been frustrating for him is that, He's got the talent this year to go win games and has been up and down. The injuries, like I said, didn't help. Um, but I think he's grown as a coach, too. I think he's really improved because you got to consider he was hired at 35 years old as a first-time head coach in the Big 12. And like, that's, that's a learning curve that most people never get. And, you know, you've got to go and coach against Bill Self and Bob Huggins and, you know, and guys like that, just Hall of Fame guys all the time. Scott Drew down there in Waco, like – just these guys that are so veteran and have won a ton of games and final fours and national titles. And he's learning on the fly against those guys. I've I've seen a lot of growth this year. You know, if you look at the first game at Texas or at Kansas, he had a lot of great coaching moments in that game. They ended up losing by one late. Um, Didn't get a, didn't get a foul call late on a, on an inbounds play that he drew up. That was a masterful play that, that could have won in the game. And, He's just shown improvements in various areas that you're like, okay, this guy's really starting to figure it out here. And so I think that's a positive sign, but the wins just have got to start coming. Yeah. And by the way, love that uh, women's coach, JC Hoyt. Wow. You yeah. know, I, I that that's when you really do your homework. You gotta credit the A D and those people out there for going to I mean, you know, you make a hire of somebody from where was that? Kansas City, Missouri, UMKC, yeah. however you yeah, say UMKC, that. UMKC, yep. Yeah. And and you're like, oh wait, who? And and she'd had success there. It's not like she hadn't won, but coming from a real mid major, kind of low mid major, and then just pops. I mean, bring some players, get some transfers, and man, they play a great style of ball, and they're beating a lot of players, including my alma mater. Unfortunately, that I'm I have been just big time impressed with JC. What is that fan base? Are they, are they jumping on board and, and uh, have they been showing up for her? It feels like they're starting to jump on board. Yeah. You know, and, and they're really getting behind them. And 
Um, you know, that's been up and down with that program for a while, obviously. That's why they made the change. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's good to see. I know last night they didn't play very well, but, and their streak ended, but uh, they've been – they've been kind of rising throughout the year. You kind of saw it early, like, okay, they had some signs, but you know, we're one kind of wondering how good they are and how's you getting there. It's like, Oh man, this seems good. And um, the fans are starting to buy in and she's won over a lot of people. And um, it's been, it's been fun to watch from afar. I, I, I don't really cover the women's team um, much. I'll cover them in Kansas city, but um, you know, they, they've been really fun to watch from afar. All right, let's. Um, why don't we hang out in Kansas City? I'll get you some burn-ins in yeah. lieu of the paycheck for this uh, for this interview, and uh, I'll take you. Uh, up we'll, on that. <laughs> we'll go have a good time, and uh, yeah, that's the only thing. They're not going to be at that gym anymore after this year. I think they're going to try to have the women's at the same nice uh, place. I understand all that, and I'm all for it. But I love covering games over at that old dusty municipal. I know you've been back and forth because. First of all, your mark's kicking us out of courtside. You heard that. We're going to be yeah, up in the rafters, yeah. and uh, that's okay. Nobody wants to hear that's us complain about COVID that. Year, so. Yeah, that's <laughs> where COVID. I was the COVID year when Cade was here. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Cade. Yeah, golly. For, I mean, yeah. that, one of the, he's a, one of the many, by the way, Dallas-Fort Worth players. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the amount yeah. of players over the past five years that have come out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, and they've always had great talent. But anyway, you've just you sent me down a whole nother path. Jacob, <laughs> uh, uh, great to visit with you, and, uh, yeah, and I'll, you, see you, I'll see you in Kansas City. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. You bet. There he goes. Jacob Unruh, who um, does a nice job for the Oklahoman. He and Barry Trammell and that whole crew uh, have always enjoyed reading the Oklahoman and he covers uh, Oklahoma State football, basketball, the whole thing. And uh, good guy. All right, Aaron, we've got some campus confidential. And there's a lot of different basketball, softball. I'm anxious to see what direction Aaron will go. That is next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long with Pat and John here on the home of the Bears. The Bears back in action Monday on the road in Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Monday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? 
If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit TSHOF.org or call 254-756-1633. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Mavericks blow a huge lead to the Lakers and lose 111 to 108 at home. Mavericks back home tomorrow night hosting Indiana. The Chiefs stayed within the organization for their new offensive coordinator promoting Matt Nagy into the spot. Baylor softball sweeps the Baylor Invitational go 5 and 0. The Bears host UTA tomorrow night. Big money for Baylor men and women tonight. Baylor women at Texas 6 o'clock tip and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Baylor men at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. One other game in the Big 12 tonight, West Virginia at Iowa State, also tipping at 8 o'clock. La Vega Lady Pirates are heading to San Antonio for the UIL State Championship, winning the region championship over Madisonville 56-34. Lady Pirates will face Glenrose in the semifinals on Friday afternoon at 1.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Aaron, let's keep our man Jacob Unruh in mind. There's just folks throughout the conference that we use from time to time, and I feel like we've had him on before, but nice guy. I think he's kind of into the show. I always like people that are kind of into it. You know, you don't want the people that feel like they're bothered when you get a hold of them. Uh, Jacob's kind of like, yeah, yeah, what time you need me? I like that kind of attitude. Aaron, I would like that from some of our University of Texas guests. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We've got great UT guests. Brian Davis was so good that UT hired him to work for the president's office. Aaron, you think President Livingstone's thinking about doing that for me? Just like, let's get Mosley in the president's <laughs> office. I don't know what I would do. I'm afraid I would get her in trouble. With some of my comments, Brian Davis, who is kind of a, you know, he's not, he's a, a pretty opinionated, loud guy, 
had to suddenly go to where he can't say anything. He's got to, like, try to put the university spin on stuff uh, in the president's office. I cannot believe he's doing that, but that's fine. People, you know, have different things they do in life. All right, and then we have Chip Brown, of course, from the University of Texas, and Kirk Bowles. we got good people. I mean, I'd say we have Craig Way, but Tom is very close to Craig, and so I have to go through the through the Tom to, to Mr. Barfield before I can truly book Craig Way. Uh, J-Mo and I both have to, uh, we have to seek his uh, approval for, for something along those lines. Okay, Aaron, uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. One quick one. Reagan Peebly has been fired at TCU. Now, unlike Gary Patterson, who they wanted to serve out the rest of the year, she is going to coach the rest of the season. Always a little awkward. You know, I think if I were her, I'd want to just kind of move on about my business, but that's a very professional thing to do. So I hope Reagan Peebly goes out on a good note. In fact, I hope she wins the conference. If Baylor can't win the conference tournament, I hope TCU does. Aaron, do they invite everybody to the conference tournament? I don't think so. I don't think TCU. Oh, I think it's. No. I don't know. They may with a couple of buys. I'll have to look. Maybe the top two get buys. I'm not sure. Seems like somebody used to get left at home, but I kind of forget how, how they do that. But uh, we'll be there. The Matt Mosley Show, the John Morris Show, the ESPN Central Texas family. Of course, I'll be checking in on game time throughout my stay in Kansas City. Uh, game time is our 7-9 to nine program. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Ryan Fox, and Stephanie and Zells. Man, Stephanie brings it on a daily basis and uh, become a very popular segment. I was talking to somebody the other day. said, golly, I like listening to her. Uh, and, she, and Stephanie Aaron listens to us during her daily workouts. Um, she, and, she and her loved one, Scott, Loved one. That sounds a little. Her, her significant other. They 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 hit the weights, and they're on the cardio, and they listen to the Mosley show. Aaron, that's a that's a date. So get. Won't you say give Aaron give uh, Stephanie and Scott a, a quick shout out. <laughs> hey, hey. I, by the way, I actually went to high school with Scott. I don't know. If he. I just saw him in the hallway. I don't even know if he saw me, but we actually went to high school together. Small Wait, world. You, he. He was in the hallway a little while ago? No, no. This was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Aaron, I don't know. He looks like he might have played some football or something. He's, he's he kind definitely of a, did that. He's kind of a tough dude. Like, I, I, Scott's a guy I want by my side, like, if I get into something. All right? I want Scott to be there with me. And, Aaron, there is a chance I could pop off at any time. <laughs> I saw – I could see Scott the other day at that, at that uh, appearance we were doing telling somebody – like talking about me, and I, and I could tell what he was saying about me, and it was nice. But I was laughing because he was—I <laughs> think he was talking about my penchant for diving off into weird stories and things like that. And I and I could kind of tell what he was up to over there. This was at the Fish City Grill Fat Tuesday celebration. Man, that was cool. Dustin and his whole gang over there. Let's keep those going. That was a lot of fun. All right, Aaron. Let's get back to it. What do we have today in the world of Campus Confidential? Two Big 12 games tonight on the men's side. West Virginia looks to pick up a road win to bolster their tournament NCAA tournament resume as they travel to Ames to take on Iowa State. 8 o'clock tip-off for that game. Also, an 8 o'clock tip-off for 
Baylor as they travel to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Free game at 7.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor will be without freshman standout Keontae George. He has been ruled out because of a right ankle sprain. The school said that George is considered day-to-day and he will be reevaluated before the Bears play their regular season finale at home against Iowa State on Saturday. All right, um, Bears getting it on out there. Um, Aaron, I'm not I'm not really wishing for West Virginia um, nor Texas Tech to make it to the tournament because I'm sort of tired of watching them play. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, Tech, I, I, I'm a big Mark Adams guy, so I'm okay with Tech. If Tech got hot in the tournament and somehow made the Big 12 tournament and somehow made the big dance, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with Mike Boynton making it for Oklahoma State. This West Virginia team is just not that good, and yet we've spent our whole lives talking about how they should be in the tournament. They're not that great. I mean, even when they were out of conference, they weren't doing anything that great. I I just don't understand why we got to go crazy about, oh, let's get West Virginia in the tournament. Aaron, who's good on West Virginia? That Eric Stevenson's a pretty decent player. He can hit three sometimes. I kind of like that Emmett Matthews something, Emmett Matthews Jr. And then the guy from Texas, as long as he's not playing uh, where he came from, I think his name is Trey Mitchell. He's okay. But that's not a good team. And I, I don't, sometimes I think we're overdoing it by talking about how great this conference is. It is great. But it's only great because there are like six great teams. That Because there are six great teams, it doesn't mean the other four are that great. I mean, West Virginia and Oklahoma State and Tech and Oklahoma kind of look to me like they look every year, which is kind of like, nye, nye, nothing. All right, Aaron, go ahead, sir. Please continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, are they that good, Aaron? They're not. No. Is any no. team, any of those four, that great? That's all I'm saying. The top five spots in the AP men's college basketball poll remain the same in the poll that came out today. Houston is number one, 49 first-place votes, followed by Alabama with five, Kansas with eight, UCLA and Purdue round out the top five. Baylor is seven, Texas nine, Kansas State number 11, TCU is 22, Texas A&M is number 25. Speaking of number two, Alabama, did you see the pregame introductions for the Arkansas game over the weekend? Yeah, I did. And Alabama, did they hang on and maybe beat Arkansas by three or something like that? Yes. Pretty good game. Yeah, Alabama, and of course Aaron's talking about Brandon Miller, their super freshman who allegedly supplied the gun that was used in a murder, a drive-by shooting that ends up uh, killing a young woman, a mother. And um, in in the pregame warm-ups, I mean, this is how tone-deaf this program is. Of course, Nate Oates, the coach, well, I don't pay attention to anything they do during pregame. People say, well, they've been doing that all season. It doesn't matter. Don't, Don't be stupid. The... The pre part of the pregame is Brandon Miller's introduced and one of the walk-on players on the team, uh, you know, searches him for a gun, does the whole thing where he puts his index fingers on his chest 
and comes down and pats him down for like for security purposes. I mean, okay, guys, can we just have some just an ounce of common sense? I mean, I'm really just embarrassed for the. I already was kind of embarrassed for the whole program. Nate Oates has just continued to just. I mean, really look bad throughout this thing. Everything he said, every the way he's handled this thing. So, Aaron, here's what I'm rooting for: Alabama, get in the tournament, get your number one seed. I'm fine with all that. Lose in the second round. They're not going to lose to the 16 seed. Only Virginia can do that. But they. I want them to lose whoever they play in the second round. They lost by 30 at OU, so let's not act like they're any good. I mean, OU has Aaron, name a good player for OU. Uh, Jacob Groves. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's the All list. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else do you have? Uzan. I like that Uzan guy. <laughs> some uh, some conferentry alignment news. More rumblings. Florida State Athletic Director Mike, Michael Alford told his board of trustees Friday that something, quote, something has to change when it comes to clowing, closing the growing revenue gap with other conferences. A sign that one of the biggest brands in a, the ACC is unhappy with the current structure. In a phone interview with ESPN late Friday, Alford said he decided to make his comments after a recent ACC winter meeting in which the ADs and presidents discussed uneven revenue sharing mo- an uneven revenue sharing model, but there was no consensus moving forward. The issue, of course, is that the ACC is about $30 million per year behind both the SEC and the Big Ten as far as annual revenue. Yeah, they should have spoken up when the guy was making that horrible deal. Aren't they the people that made that like long-term bad media rights deal? Yes, they are locked in at $30 million a year until 2036. And uh, his quote was, something has to change because we cannot compete nationally being $30 million a year, being $30 million behind every year. It's not one year. We're talking about $30 million compounded year after year. And then after, his, after this story broke, Clemson's AD also expressed similar concerns. Golly. Yeah, because... Boy, I, Clemson certainly seems to be at a huge disadvantage. I'd like to walk through there, Aaron, where in their facility they've built some kind of huge, like, slide for their players to just have fun on, like an enormous slide in there in the most gorgeous locker rooms you could ever see in your life. And I want to—I I just want to cry me a river. Who else can cry with them, Aaron? Oh, yeah, Dana Holgerson. Welcome to the Big 12, Dana. And Dana just want i mean— Already hadn't even played a a single down in the Big 12 and just whining like crazy. We don't have facilities. We're not, we can't we can't compete. We don't know how to. I mean, come on! My goodness, nobody wants to hear Florida State and Clemson whine about not having an equal playing field. Go talk to your commissioner that made the horrible deal. Go get a new commissioner. See if they can go back to market. See if they can go get a new deal. See if they can tear it up. But nobody wants to hear your whining. Goodness gracious. Clemson. I, I, I just, that's all we need is for Clemson to be out here whining about, oh, we're not on equal playing field. Meanwhile, you got the most gorgeous facilities anyone's ever seen. And Dabo's sitting there making 
what, eight, nine million dollars a year? Give me a break. All right, it is the uh, Matt Mosley show. I'll tell you somebody that's not making eight or nine million a year and is getting it done at a place that had not had any playoff success for many, many years. We're going to talk to the head coach, head football coach over at university. That's right. Kent Laster joins us next. Recently on Game Time. Let's talk some Ranger baseball with Jared Sandler. You're not just relying on one guy in Jacob DeGrom who's injury prone. Four of the five guys you could attach that label to, which hopefully you're not super unlucky and, and deal with the injuries from all four of those guys, in which case I think the depth is huge. And where the Rangers are now, I think it's the most talented rotation that they have ever had heading into a season. I don't think they've ever had this type of talent and this type of depth in their rotation. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. ESPN Central Texas is your home. Home for game time, the John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, being joined by uh, Kent Laster now and over at University. And, Coach, I mean, the grind never stops. we got spring ball coming up. I mean, we get the weather's broken. It's gorgeous out there. What? How you doing, first of all? you Are you uh, – how's your off season going? Hey, it's well. I'm actually at track practice right now. I'm taking a break. But uh, it's a great weather day, and, uh, hey, I volunteer for, for track practice, and uh, everything's going really well. We're, we've got our numbers up, and uh, kids are working hard in the offseason. Well, you like it when your guys are involved in track, don't you? And, and I, I'm sure you were watching that indoor meet the Big 12 had the other day. Uh, I mean, just speed, speed, speed. That's what Texas Tech wants these days. That, I mean, it's amazing. Joey's out there putting together these incredibly fast classes. That's what Coach Aranda wants. Um, how about my man, uh, Sandolf? I, I saw him. I saw some footage of him doing a long jump. And generally, the long jumpers are kind of tall, angular guys. <laughs> that would not describe uh, Mr. Sandoff. <laughs> But man, he was up over twenty-two feet on the uh, on the footage I saw. What a uh, he! I mean, I guess he continues to turn heads on the track, doesn't he? He does. He he does. He does a great job. Uh, he obviously knows that track's going to help him in the long run. Uh, he's uh, he's on the relays and he does the long jump, triple jump, and uh, he's just a competitor. And it's good to see him. You know. Now all the colleges want guys to compete year-round, and he's one of them. He's, he's competing year-round. All right, and, and that's interesting because I've been wanting to see where he's going to end up. He's a unique player, but, boy, whoever, whoever wherever he ends up is going to get somebody uh, that, that's, you know, I, I mean, you think that you, you think back to guys we watched when we were coming up, like Sproles, okay, that kind of had that, that I mean, and you would think more and more people would kind of understand and have an eye for it, but you always do. I mean, Kent, you remember all back in the day? Everybody always has to overcome the whole size factor. What do? You, how do you when you sort of communicate with these college coaches and not just Makai, but other smaller players? Um, what do you bring up to let them know? Hey, I think this guy would be fine at any level. Well, Makai is just a deal where, I mean, he literally, when you cut the film on, he jumps off off the film, like off the screen at you. Uh, he was a young man. He's originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, he's got, you know, great, great mom, the older brother that played receiver and went on to play college football. Uh, but he, he's just a young man. When you cut the film on, he's like a Sproles or the, the current young man at K-State. By the way, that's probably what's going to happen with Makai. He's going to, he's going to, I think he's going to just probably walk on at uh, K State because he's got a he's got mm. a lot of money on scholarship to go uh, go run or play there, and um, 
he's built a lot like the current running back. I'm not saying he's exactly like him, but he's, you know, in that same range. You know, I think that kid is about five, six, five, seven, the kid out of Austin. And then of yeah. course, Darren Sproles was the same way. And uh, he's a competitor. He's not afraid to go and compete and try to earn money and get on to do something. Uh, he was MVP of the district only as a, as an offensive player, but he also was MVP uh, as a return specialist. And then uh, he made all state uh, Texas sports writers uh, voted him all state first team. Well, K-State just says, hey, y'all don't want these guys. Um, they can, we'll, we'll take them. And, of course, he'll end up helping them in a big way. And the guy you were describing, Deuce, I mean, my gosh, he's been uh, unbelievable for uh, several years. Don't you You always end up, especially being a Baylor fan, you're just like, wait, is this guy ever going to? It's kind of like that with Brees Hall and some others. Is this guy ever going to graduate? You know, could we get him? Could we? Could we move him on out at some point? Uh, and uh, it's pretty uh, amazing. Kent Laster joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, this started when you telling me about Makai getting that All-State award. I mean, that is a really cool thing. I think that was from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And uh, to me, that's a, that's a great individual thing. But, Kent, also a sign of where your program is headed, a place that – once had all sorts of all-state type players, and and I mean, in a way, uh, Makai can now really leave a legacy, can he? Oh, absolutely. He, uh, you know, we just had our banquet on Thursday, yeah, and uh, we had Ladanian Tomlinson, and all year we we had not only Makai, but we had a young man named Najee Drakes, who was first team running back, first team uh, defense, and so I had a sophomore as well. And I was I was calling us uh, running back you because you know the legacy of Ladanian Tomlinson and so uh, absolutely he's left a legacy and the rest of those guys. What did Ladanian yes, What did Ladanian have to to say? Like what was his main you know message? The keynote speaker. That's a good get, by the way. I mean, I know he went there, but it's not like you know he can you know pick up and. And, and come home constantly. So that's a really cool thing that you got Ladanian to come by. What uh, what was his main message, and, and does it does it really resonate? These kids were pretty young when he was wrapping up his career. I mean, we're talking Absolutely. like, what, seven or eight years old, but they know about yeah. him, and he's that's been true. talked about forever. Mm-hmm. What is it? What, what are they like? Do they really click clue in and get pretty excited hearing from a guy of his stature? Oh, absolutely. It was a great atmosphere. The kids are excited. You know, when he got introduced by Coach Hughes, who's our D-line coach who uh, who played with the Ladanian, and uh, when they called, when he introduced them and gave them a great introduction, uh, when Ladanian uh, came up, the kids were really hooping it up, and uh, they were attentive. And he had some really deep uh, thoughts of wisdom that he gave to our guys, a lot of quotes, uh, you know, a lot, just a lot of in-depth information about how to how – to, you know, believe in yourself, be a leader, um, just overcoming adversity. It was just incredible. So I, I think just him doing that, him doing that, uh, the, him being there, his presence, he took a lot of pictures with our kids. Him him doing that really just made a huge impact on our kids because they've heard about him and some, some of them don't really know who he is, but they got to see him in person. They got to shake his hand. They got to take pictures. And so uh, that's that's kind of what I'm excited about was the fact that they they actually got to see a guy that we've been talking about for all this time, 
And and now, you know, it's it was live and in person. And he like I said, he gave a great speech and he kept kept getting it, you know, kept giving us great nuggets to take with us. And um, I talked with him about two weeks before, uh, and he wanted to know kind of what our message has been for, to the team and our mantra. I mentioned that, keep chopping wood. And he mentioned that in his speech. And um, just all of the little things we say, once a Trojan, always a Trojan, just all those things. He had a little bit of all of that to say in his in his speech. Coach Laster, have you done some wood chopping? I mean, like, could could you do a demonstration? Now, I would want you to be careful because the NFL one time, you remember that somebody tried one and he hurt his leg <laughs> in, oh the, in the locker room. Uh, I think he cut his leg uh-huh. or something. It might, it might have been a punter. You don't want to let those specialists do anything. Just make them go over there and stay in the corner and kick. But have you ever gone out there and actually chopped some wood? Not not since I was a kid. That comes back to when I was <laughs> living with my grandparents in North Carolina and my grandfather used to get the wood delivered at the house and sometimes it needed to be uh it wasn't already split, so I had to split it a little bit and it's really incredible the stuff I had to do. My grandfather just kinda of gave me all the stuff he didn't want to do, cutting the yard and you know, putting the wood in a wheelbarrow and all that kind of stuff and moving it and stacking it. But I uh, hadn't done it recently, but you know what? I'm gonna have to take some guys to go do it. Is that where that strength came from that we we saw at Lake Highlands High School all those years ago? What well, had been that all many those years? years ago? That's right. That, all those years ago, because I've lost a lot of it. That's right. Some of that natural farm strength that uh, that showed up there, and uh, and you had great guys to look up to. By the way, I mean you know think about Merton Hanks and some of the uh, all timers that could have come back. To, to Lake Highlands, and, and I, I would imagine y'all had some people along the way that came back and visited with y'all, didn't you? Uh, we we did. It was more guys like Detron Smith. And, oh, yeah. Uh, of course, I went to school with him one year, uh, but, you know, Lissio and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just go down the list of guys that came back. Uh, Lee, I forget his first name. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Robinson was, was a fullback ahead of me uh uh it was just so many of them i don't want to call them uh, the names and i forget a, a lot yeah. of them but that was just so uh larry uh thomas is another big one uh but there are so many of them and then i met merton hanks uh at uh, i believe i met him at essence festival in new orleans one time and i talked to him about lake Highlands and mentioned him coming coming uh to talk to the team and he, you know he's super busy so he, we never yeah. got to you know link up but i really appreciated how humble he was and how how uh, approachable he was. Yeah, I mean, I think back, Baylor had a guy named Aaron Grant who played at Lake Highlands like back in the 80s or something like that. I, I, as a kid, man, I just uh, idolized some of those uh, some of those people. Now, tell me about some of your skilled players. Talking to Kent Laster, the coach at university, I mean, I'm excited. I, I see names like whether it be London Smith, uh, Ladarius Evans, you were talking about being running back you or running back high, however you want to call that. Um, and then, of course, you got a sophomore linebacker. Uh, this Caballero uh, has caught my attention with some unbelievable numbers that he put up. But what are what are the how are those guys developing? Because they're gonna they're not gonna sneak up on anybody in the future. And and of course, you'll need them to take that next step. But that's got to be a great thing to have so much young talent coming up in the program. Yes, sir. Joe, like you mentioned, Joe, uh, he's done a tremendous job. And uh, we have a whole, you know, several other ones. Uh, like I said, uh, Darius Evans is another one. 
is another one, Ladarius Evans. Yeah. Is a young man. He plays running back. He was the one that I mentioned who's done a great job and uh, you know, his future is bright. He was the third running back. I'm talking about L D Evans. Uh, but he like he what he did was he came in in games and he really did a great job of competing. He scored about five touchdowns, I wanna say, and uh he's gonna be the feature guy this time. Um because we have the two seniors, uh, Najee and Makai, that are gone. But he's going to be the guy. So that's what he's doing. He's on the track. Uh, he's powerlifting. He's trying to get stronger. And so uh, that's what's helping him to get a lot better. What was your event in uh, in track? Did you did you, uh, did you you run track in high school? I did. I was a hurdler. I ran the, the high hurdles and the 300 hurdles, and I ran the relays. And uh, had it not been for a, a – uh, <laughs> A hamstring injury, we probably would have pushed for the championship in the four by one because I had Stiggers and I had Glenn Johnson at the anchor, and I was the first leg. I handed off the to the second leg, and uh, second leg was in first place. So if you got it to those two, we probably would have won the state that year. Richardson uh, won the state championship, and they had a great team with two twins. I can't remember uh, their names, but two two identical twins that wind up helping them win. And uh, you know, hats off to Richardson, but they did a really good job. You're saying Janoffa was more of a fullback. He wasn't out there on those relays with you guys. Janoffa Gibbs <laughs> was a, was a uh, he, he was a sophomore. He was a sophomore. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Man, those are some uh, those are some blasts from the past. Talking to Kent Laster, he's out at track practice uh, right now. What is the what's going to be your big theme? Are you going to kind of stay with the same theme, or will there be like any kind of new? Uh, as you get ready for the spring, are you ready to kind of unveil? You're a guy who likes to, like you say, chop wood, whether it, whatever it be. What's kind of mm-hmm. your main message here moving forward? Yeah, I, you know, our, our biggest thing is no turning back. Uh, that's that's our thing. That that'll probably be our our slogan for for the year. I kind of had this, the the uh, we had uh, our turn 2022. That was I knew that about this time last year. And, so our biggest thing is just don't turn back. You know, we've come too far to not uh, build on what we've decided to do. We've come too far. So you know, at the end of the day, we just got to keep keep chopping, and uh, there's no turning back. We might be the U, but there's no U-turn in the U. <laughs> Wait, I think you've got something there. There's no U-turn in the U. All right, and if you do some T-shirts or something – Save one for me, okay? I, I XL or XXL. Yeah, let's keep that. No U-turn in the U. I think you're really on to something there. Ken, have you taken some marketing classes in your day? I did. I actually started out, uh, I, I thought I wanted to go into marketing or, you know, media or something like that. And So I took a bunch of classes at Old Main in Texas State. I wrote for the school paper uh, at Athletic just kind of out the blue. It wasn't something that one of the writers, I guess they needed somebody to fill in. And I just came up with some stuff to write after every game. And uh, so I wrote my sophomore year, I wrote for the school paper and had no idea. It's awful. It's, I cringe when I look at it. Uh, <laughs> I've got, I've got all the copies of it, but I cringe when I look at it now, but uh, I did, I started out in that, but then I wound up going uh, sticking with speech communication and sociology. So that was, you know, that's what I finished with. But uh, I did, and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty creative. And fortunately, I have people around me that can kind of, you know, bring to life what comes to mind. And uh, like I said, I've been very fortunate to have a great coaching staff and great administration. And uh, 
uh, you know, just have a lot, lot of things to be thankful for. Do y'all, do y'all have some good social media people over there? I noticed Mackay had a nice, like, black and white, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. showing him doing one of his shuttle runs or something. I thought, man, that looks pretty good. Do y'all have, like, students or somebody that's graduated that, that does some of that? Because I know the kids love that these days. All, all that's people that I know are our coaches. Okay. So it's, uh, we, don't, we don't have any kids doing it. Uh, we've got some people that, you know, they take pride in it, and that's what they've been able to do. So we've been very fortunate. All right, I'm gonna not finding out how creative you are. I'm gonna make sure you need to be tweeting uh, even more. Okay, let's get you let's get you heavily involved in Twitter. All right, I'm gonna I'm looking Absolutely. for your uh, Twitter handle as we speak. I'm sure you're on here. Uh, all right, Kent. Well, listen, have a great rest of practice out there. When's the next big meet? Uh, what's what's coming up for for uh, University Track? We've got to meet uh, this week. This week, uh, I'm trying to dr- remember where we're running at. Uh, I know we run at Midway. Uh, I yeah. think it's Midway on Thursday, and then after that, I can't quite remember. I'm taking it one week at a time. But it's Midway High School right here in Hewitt, and uh, guys are ready to roll. We're getting better. We're, you know, we got a lot to work on, but we're getting better. All right, I see. I'm already following you. By the way, you were tweeting awesome. about these hel- these helmet <laughs> concepts that were That's out right. there, and and then you had Makai's uh, long jump. I like that retweeting yes, that. Sir. That is something yes, to see yeah. a five six kid take off like that. That is pretty. That is pretty cool uh, to watch that. But uh, well, listen. Best of luck in track, and yes, uh, let's get together soon and uh, and break bread there in the uh, the Greater Waco area. Hey, I appreciate it. Shout out to Greg Gold, uh, AU Concepts. He has the, he has probably the number one helmet decal company in the country, uh, from from Texas to Georgia. I mean, it's amazing. And so, uh, shout out to him. That's why I even had that in his company, and uh, they are amazing. So appreciate you having us, and uh, we look forward to doing it again. Wow. I mean, we may need them advertising on the show. I mean, if we're going to do these kinds of shout-outs, uh, AU <laughs> Concepts, I'm liking that. Yes. All right, Coach Laster, yeah. you have a have a great uh, rest of the week, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. You bet. Kent Laster, university head coach. And, um, yeah, I was kind of looking at this, Aaron, the AU – Oh, I don't know if AU Concepts and Designs, and they do the stripes and the decals for the helmets. And uh, hashtag customize your legacy. And I'm looking here, and I feel like I, I think that's what Coach was talking about. I think I see a Trojan decal on one of the helmets. All right, Aaron, check that out. I'll share that with our people. If you want to see the latest uh, design that involves the uh, university um, look at uh, at AU Designs, D-E-S-I-G-N-S, on Twitter. All right. Yeah, that's pretty cool-looking decal they have. Um, all right, Aaron, we've got a lot to get to, and uh, we've got more college for you. And I want to react. I didn't get – I had a great trip uh, and a great – a fun time at the game the other day as the Bears took down the Longhorns in what will be the Longhorns' final trip. That was it. Longhorns will never play at the Farrell Center again. We react to all that next. 
It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's never check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a big weekend in Baylor Athletics continues with two big Monday basketball games tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Baylor Bear Basketball Tonight, here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was a big weekend in Baylor athletics, including doubleheader wins in the Farrell Center on Saturday. The Baylor men knocked off Texas 81-72 the final. Baylor now 10-6 in Big 12 conference play and back in action tonight on the road in Stillwater taking on Oklahoma State. On the air at 7.30, tip off at 8 tonight for Baylor, Oklahoma State, Big 12 basketball. The television broadcast tonight on ESPN. Meanwhile, the Baylor women knocked off Texas Tech Saturday afternoon in the Farrell Center 71-61 for their second consecutive win. Now back in action tonight in Austin, taking on league-leading Texas. Here's Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know peaking. I think we've got to go do it against Texas on the road before I'll say, you know, we're peaking. I think we've rebounded from a tough stretch, you know, and, and certainly two in a row feels better than four in a row in the other direction. Um, but I think we we have to execute over 40 minutes better. Um, watching Texas earlier today at OU, they just, they, they smothered them. They made their life miserable. OU can run offense. OU's got one of the best offenses in the country. Um, and they just, when they were in the 40s, late in the fourth, when I stopped watching, I just was kind of shaking my head. So, um, you know, we, we've got a tough one in front of us. So I, I, I would, like, defer to answer that question until I see how we play. And it's not, you know, we're going down there to win, but it's about, it's, it's about do we show up to compete. You know, and if we show up to compete, we'll, we'll have a chance to win that game. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women in action tonight in Austin on the air at 5.30, tip-off at 6 on 104.9 FM, television tonight on ESPN2. Also from the weekend, Baylor baseball dropped three games on the road at Duke, while Baylor softball swept through the Baylor Invitational going 5-0 on the weekend. Winners of nine straight, now 13-1 on the season for Baylor softball. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Stillwater and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
the source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Commons Bank, member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Eva. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman Nuts and Bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Mavericks blow a huge lead to the Lakers and lose 111 to 108 at home. Mavericks back home tomorrow night hosting Indiana. The Chiefs stayed within the organization for their new offensive coordinator, promoting Matt Nagy into the spot. Baylor softball sweeps the Baylor Invitational, go five and zero. The Bears host UTA tomorrow night. Big Monday for Baylor men and women tonight. Baylor women at Texas, six o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Baylor men at Oklahoma State tip is at eight o'clock, and you can hear that game 
game on ESPN Central Texas. One other game in the Big 12 tonight, West Virginia at Iowa State, also tipping at 8 o'clock. La Vega Lady Pirates are heading to San Antonio for the UIL State Championship, winning the region championship over Madisonville 56-34. Lady Pirates will face Glenrose in the semifinals on Friday afternoon at 1.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas one of the most listened to programs really anywhere in the the greater even into Austin uh Pflugerville Round Rock very very highly listened to program and uh we appreciate everybody we get great feedback and uh the text lines always lighting up did anybody go to that game the other day were you all at the uh, Baylor game? Um, that was uh, that was that was fun, and uh, it was great to. Aaron, I, I I stepped away from the media area, sat up, uh, sat section. I think it was one oh one or something like that, and just had a great time. One of my college buddies, one of my fraternity brothers, uh, Mike Mathis, asked me to. Uh, attend the game with him, and it was kind of nice, Aaron, because everybody always assumes old Mosley will be there with his media badge and all that. And for once, I just kind of wanted to go as a fan and just kind of sit there and take it all in. And other than my buddy, like, spilling his nachos, like, right before I went down to say hi to somebody, I came back up. Aaron, I, it was like it was like the whole row was dealing with this. There's some nacho spill there, <laughs> and uh, and that was pretty incredible. Also, I got to say, uh, Aaron, thank you, Alan Samuels. Thank you, Ted Teague, the GM over there. Aaron, I've been trying out this 2023 uh, Grand Cherokee Laredo. And, of course, I drive a uh, Grand Cherokee uh, Laredo from 2018. And I've been talking about, and these deals that they have are just insane right now. 1.9%, 72 months um i i but aaron i'm sure you've been in a grand cherokee i mean it's literally they invented the suv you got to go all the way back and i mean this was like the 1970s that the grand cherokee came aboard and they just keep getting better and better and this thing is so sleek i mean even from 2018 to 2023 and aaron it's got a little sport mode it's got the four-wheel drive it's got a little deal. This is one of my favorite features. Or you can kind of, the, the vehicle will rise, and then you can set it down a little bit. And you can get, you know, get it up high, a little higher off the ground. So many incredible features. And I just got to drive one all around uh, over the weekend and just fell in love with it. Leather seating, kind of those bucket seat type things, the captain seats we like to call them. Those of us in the car business, and then Aaron, the uh, the whole panel, like the control panel or the the panel you see. I mean, it looks like you're flying a plane or something. It's just really, really cool. So let me just recommend. And of course, there's the Summit, there's the Limited, there's the uh, Laredo. I love the Laredo. I mean, it's what it's kind of what I need. And there's also a third row on this Grand Cherokee Laredo that I love. I mean, just. You talk about 
uh, cargo space. So anyway, uh, thank you, Alan Samuels. They're doing an incredible job there. And, boy, I was moving around over the weekend in style. And those deals that they have are incredible, and uh, and they'll make you a deal. And I, I was uh, very excited to uh, get to check that out. Just so many amenities. It's kind of nice, Aaron. Ted Teague, uh, he's a big listener of our program. Just all, every afternoon, he's just like, hey, what's, what's Mosley saying? Of course, he listens to Tom in the mornings, and John from 3 to 4 loves the ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the game. Aaron, I, I just thought it was a day where you're, you're losing 18-4. Keontae George gets hurt. There's so many things that were going wrong until the game turned on a dime. And that was, uh, that was a great Dell Bonner who's not been in the rotation and not played a lot in conference and just kind of for whatever reason. Aaron, you, you wonder sometimes, like, is this guy in the doghouse or something? And the truth is, he could never be in the doghouse. They love this kid too much. The, 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 play, the coaches love this guy. I've always been told he's everything that's good about Baylor University. Everything, it's, everything Baylor aspires to be is, is right there with Dale Bonner. And you know what? He stayed ready, and he gets thrown into this game, and he, prefer, he performed beautifully. In fact, I would have him as the MVP. I may give Jalen Bridges co-MVP. And, of course, uh, Flo had a great game, too. Flo, Flo was like 12-12. Tw- and 12. I mean, Aaron, think about this team, how different they are when Flo and Jalen Bridges are scoring. I mean, you don't need them to go crazy, but they combine for 29 points. That's 29 points from two front court players. I mean, and, and Jalen just, I don't care if it's steals, blocks. He had one kind of LeBron-like, ooh, speaking of LeBron, that was messy what the Mavericks got involved with but Aaron I know you were watching the game too how about the chase down block from Bridges I mean never gives up on a play and then just comes from behind and gets the chase down block I there were so many things in this game that 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 I I I think spoke highly of the program it it was you're, you're coming off of two really poor second halves uh, against Kansas in K-State. You're coming back home. You fall down 18-4. to You turned the ball over way too much, but it didn't end up burning you. And and the Bears came back in the second half. And one of the reasons they were able to come back and dominate that game, Aaron, is the, the on the boards, I look up, and they've got these hustle boards and all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, okay, how are they doing on the boards? I'm always looking throughout the game. And at one point, they were out rebounding University of Texas 31 to 16. It got a tiny bit better for Texas later in the ball game, but but they were pretty much sunk. They tried to get it back and I think they got to within 8, maybe with a minute minute and a half to go, but it was a tremendous day for the Bears and as Scott was saying after the game, Aaron just tr- great crowd. I mean, the crowd, the students have been really good all season. I like the new PA guy, I like the energy that he brings to the court. And the students, they just are so in tune with what's happening. I heard Pat Nunley say uh, after the game, he was talking about how uh, sophisticated a crowd it is. And he was praising the Bears for sort of knowing, the Bear crowd, for knowing when to 
kind of get it going and turn it up and turn up the volume and when the when the players need them to get behind them what you don't want to do is come out with a great crowd and then just let everybody down and have a stinker of a performance and they didn't let it happen they get down 18 to 4 but they fought back and Bonner played an enormous role in that and i i you know whether it be i mean he had steals he had four assists. He had 12 points. When the game was still hanging in the balance, he hit two threes that helped get separation for the Bears. It was 44-38, and then the Bears made it 47-38. The last time I remember it being fairly close, they might have made it, the Horns might have made it like 47-40, to and then, and then Baylor just pulled away and got the thing done. Aaron, isn't that strange to think that the University of Texas, and boy, they used to have a lot of fans they'd bring to the Farrell Center. Not the case the other day. Pockets of Longhorns around, pockets of burnt orange. There were still a few people. Central Texas is home to a ton of Longhorns, and we like the Longhorns. I mean, we I joke a lot, but I've, I've got great friends that are Longhorns. But this was their last ever appearance at the Farrell Center. They'll close down next year. The Foster, well, we'll open the Foster They'll get one game in it, and, of course, that'll be the last run-through for Texas and OU before they go to the big, bad SEC. Rodney Terry and Texas just could not hang in this game, and it was a thing of beauty. I mean, Bears were in a bad spot. I mean, it's 23 to, I don't know, might have been 23 to 11 or 12 or whatever, and Bears just fetched them and then end up at halftime up. 29-27. I mean, think about that. Being down 18-4 to and then just outscoring them like crazy the rest of the game. It was a, uh, Aaron, it was a really nice moment uh, for the Bears. Just they, they recognized Flo Thamba before the game for just the incredible amount of wins that he's had. And he's, he's obviously stayed around. He's been part of the greatest teams really ever at Baylor. Of course, the national championship team. And it was great to see Flagler is one of those players that he can help you whether he's scoring or not. He's a really good passer, penetrator. Uh, he'll, he's a willing defender. But they just they were doing stuff. And, and the only strange thing in this game from a Texas perspective, Aaron, is that uh, Disu, or Dis, Disu, however you say his name, Disu, D-I-S-U, he comes out and he went crazy in this game. I think he finished with 24 points. Now, he got in foul trouble in the second half, and he had to go out. Aaron, this is a guy, you know what I'm talking about, number one for the Longhorns. Big guy. Big Desu is like 6'8", 6'9", big power guy. But he, he was hitting threes. I could tell what strategy was. The strategy was like, let this guy hit as many threes as he wants to hit. Well, boom, boom. On that 18-4 to lead, he starts knocking down threes. And... The Bears, I, I was really worried, except they kind of scrapped in there, started playing better defense, got a couple of big blocks. This team feeds off its defense, and the crowd, they rode the wave of the crowd to get back in it. Now, Aaron, a lot of times you're listening to things on the uh, radio because you're producing a lot of these games and everything, and, and, and a lot of times, of course, you're watching on TV as well. Uh Aaron, I'll just tell you, I don't know what it sounded like kind of overproducing the game, but in there, 
it, it, it there are moments, and the Kansas game was kind of like that. I'm trying to think of the game where they brought um, – was it the Tech game that they brought Everyday John back? That was a huge moment. That was a loud crowd because that was a celebratory. We're glad to see EJ back in there. But, Aaron, there's nothing this crowd loves more than EJ knocking down a three. And and while this game was still a game, I mean, I think it was right around that, what I was talking about a minute ago, 44-38, somewhere around there. And EJ, it might have been a one-point game when EJ hit that three. He hits a three. I mean, everybody goes crazy. The This is one of the – Baylor's such a good three-point shooting team. Aaron, in their, in this this crowd is so used to hitting threes. I think they go crazier. Back in the old days, the Farrell Center, the dunks. The dunks were what people went wild over. I think now there's a bigger crescendo of audio, a wave of noise when they hit threes. And it's just because, like, L.J. Cryer hit one – that kind of looked like it might come out, but it stayed down. There's there's a release that happens with the Baylor crowd and with this team when they hit threes because it's who they are. It's become a huge part of their DNA as a team, and it, it's what people, it's what the crowd, now still, love a good dunk, and there was a follow dunk that I think Bridges had that was really, really good. Big moments in that game. and uh, But shout out to these players, Aaron. Loner hadn't been getting a ton of time. Ojanwana hadn't got a ton of time. I mean, he came into that game. They were trying to play Ojanwana and EJ together, I feel like. And it was a little bit, you could tell, they were a little bit discombobulated. That guy's going to be great. He's got a great attitude. He's a good fit for the program. All he's got to do is stay patient. These kids these days are not patient. It's like, wait, why am I not getting all the playing time? Oh, somebody else wants me to play over there. As long as he'll stay patient, he'll be fine. Ojanwana is going to be a great player. But this was, to me, this was Del Bonner's day. And I just think he is a tremendous person. And he hung in there. And, of course, with Keontae George being out tonight, against Oklahoma State, they're going to need Dell to step in there and do his thing. And I don't know exactly how they'll how they'll handle this if they'll go with a three-guard lineup and just put Dell in. Actually, they'll probably put Langston Love in, all right, and, and he'll probably start with, um, yeah, I think that's probably what they'll do, and then they'll bring Dell off the bench. Uh, but it's uh, – Bringing Dell and EJ off the bench is a huge luxury, and 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 I just I you cannot say enough, Aaron. You know how hard that is for a guy that got to play a ton last year, a number one seed in the tournament, a one seed, and and this year early in the season played a ton of minutes. Great defender, ball mover, had worked on his shot like crazy. For him to have a great attitude, uh, and stay ready. They do not come back and win that game without Del Bonner. And so he is my absolute pick-to-click in that game. It is the Matt Mosley Show. It is ESPN Central Texas. And we got to wrap things up. And I've got a couple of little breaking news items for you. We'll do that next in the Dismount. 
recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our guest. It was February 20th, 1979. Aaron, quite simply, it was the game in which Vinnie Johnson and Pat Nunley combined to score 62 in a big win over the Horn Frogs. Pat, what, what, when you think back on that historic game, what do you remember? Well, I remember Vinnie getting 50. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Mavericks blow a huge lead to the Lakers and lose 111 to 108 at home. Mavericks back home tomorrow night hosting Indiana. The Chiefs stayed within the organization for their new offensive coordinator, promoting Matt Nagy into the spot. Baylor softball sweeps the Baylor Invitational go 5 and 0. The Bears host UTA tomorrow night. Big Monday for Baylor men and women tonight. Baylor women at Texas, six o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Baylor men at Oklahoma State tip is at eight o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. One other game in the Big 12 tonight, West Virginia at Iowa State, also tipping at 8 o'clock. La Vega Lady Pirates are heading to San Antonio for the UIL State Championship, winning the region championship over Madisonville 56-34. Lady Pirates will face Glenrose in the semifinals on Friday afternoon at 1.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show dismount where we uh, kind of let you know some of the last-minute things to get you ready for. Uh, Aaron, I didn't 
I've been focused on the men against Oklahoma State. Women have a big game in Austin. And I, there's some kind of like benefit tied to they're raising a bunch of money, and they're gonna like somebody's gonna give a whole bunch of money if they can sell that place out tonight. And it looks like they're gonna be able to do that. I mean, you should be able to in Austin. But kudos to Vic and everybody. They're having a really good season. And Aaron, I think they're gonna end up. I guess Texas. Now Baylor could play spoiler tonight, but unless I'm missing something. Aren't they going to win the uh, – who's challenging them right now for the uh, conference title, uh, the women's conference title? Iowa State, I'm trying to think of all the good teams right now. Oklahoma is pretty good. I mean, there's just – this is a really deep conference. By the way, the TCU women's coach got fired. Reagan Peebly uh, got fired today. And then we saw that coming. She's going to coach out the rest of the year. Really good, good person uh, and a good coach. Just uh, could not – just wasn't winning games. Uh, Oklahoma is a half game back of University of Texas. So big game, and the Bears could spoil things for the Longhorns. Let's go take them down. That game is at 6, and then the Baylor men play at 8. And, of course, on our family of networks, you can hear both those games. Pre-game for the men, 730 tonight, ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on the Monday.